locally. Whoa. There we go. Yeah, usually I bounce it to OBS, but not doing that here. Hello, everyone out there. YouTube land, radio land, wherever you are. It is Vito and the brand. It is June 22nd, 2022. Had to look at the date there on my computer. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for joining us. We're going to review tonight's AEW Dynamite. And uh, whether you're joining us here on Vito TV or on the Pro Wrestling Planet podcast on Spotify or wherever, make sure you either like it or rate it or whatever you do on that platform. Subscribe, uh, thumbs up, the bell. Yes. I think I about Vito. covered it all. Vito, how you doing, man? I'm good. Brand, how are you? Doing swell, doing swell. Good, good. Uh, well, another another week down, man. It's let's, Wednesday. Let's, you know what that means. Let's do it. Let's do uh, dynamite for tonight. <laughs> we're uh, we're just a few days away from the Forbidden Door show. Oh yeah. Our, and, uh, let's uh, just let's just let me have it put out there right now. Our predictions. Uh, shout out to our predictions video and podcast. You can go watch that. They didn't go quite as planned, and we're. We're looking at tonight, and we're seeing how the the Forbidden Door card is is uh, showing up. We didn't get all wrong, but um, our prediction video is uh, not one hundred percent correct. So, but it's not so bad. But go ahead, let's start the show. <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of things have happened in between there. Of course, you know different injuries and. Yes, stuff like that, and you know, but what is a lot of unfortunate stuff, right? Stuff that you can't control, but uh, Vito, you know, it's all said and done, and you know, we'll break down this card, uh, when you know, we're towards the the twilight of the show here. Um, you know, overall, I would say that I am still very excited. Uh, for I'm very it. excited, and uh, I think that they definitely made uh, the best out of the situation. I got to pull up my notes here on a on a secondary source that way it doesn't. The brand's computer went down this week. You know, the video might look a little different, a little weird. It might sound a little different, but we're rolling with the punches, folks. That's what we do. We can't disappoint. That's right. We've been That's we've right. had Vito this rolling the brand. now. Right. That's we've right. Done Vito this and the like brand will months. be here. We will be here every week. Brand is on a secondary device. He will be here no matter what. Hey, even if you gotta go to a third denary vice. Right. Third generation. <laughs> That's how they say, device, right? Third third denary. Yeah. Whatever third we gotta denary. do. I've yeah. it's a word. And me too. Webster. <laughs> get get it in there. <laughs> Miriam Webster, if you're listening, yeah, that's what uh, we we want. Third in there. secondary, third nary. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So it's it is what it is. You know, we're here doing it either way. Um, Vito, this show starts off with a uh, 
a Brian Danielson promo, even though I wrote Daniel Bryan promo because I'm still something like, I've been worried about. <laughs> something I told you about last week. Remember? I told you right. I was so worried about it and it came true. Start of the show. You just spoke it into existence, Vito. Like I've we been do doing that for podcast. weeks. Oh man. One of us will speak stuff into existence and it just happens, whether it's good or bad. Um, well at the end of this at the end of this video slash podcast, when I run down the card, I'm hoping to speak something else into existence. I'm not going to do it right now, but at the end of this, I'm hoping to speak something else into existence. There you go. So, something also happened. You know, you hear, uh, remember last week when we were talking about Tim White? Yeah. And then he dies? What the hell is going on, Vito? You know what I I mean? uh, It's so weird. I was like, no, he's dead already. And you're like, no, he's not. And yeah, then he does die I, over the weekend. I totally thought about you whenever I read that news. I was right. like, oh, man, I wonder what Bran is thinking. Right. Uh, Dude, this is some weird, like, uh, you know, some X-Files stuff going yeah. on here with our show. Yeah, but nonetheless, Vito, you spoke it into existence last week. And yes, indeed, uh, Danielson confirms he ain't going to be at no forbidden door. He ain't going to be at no blood and guts. Um, but he says that, you know, he did. The good news was he did have a perfect replacement. This was a weird because he like he did the promo like half kind of face. And then he did heel stuff in it as well. well he pointed out that he came out the bad guy tunnel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know like that he came out that. the bad guy tunnel. <laughs> I'm the bad guy tunnel, so I'm not going to tell you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tell anyone who's taken my place. So, and then later on in the show, they said uh, when they were running down the card, they said uh, the newest member of the um, Blackpool Combat Club. So hmm. whoever he announces is officially a member of the Blackpool Combat Club. So interesting. We'll talk about that later. I'm excited. We'll throw out our predictions. Uh, I was going to ask you right now, but we'll save it. Yeah. Um, and then Saber comes out for no reason. <laughs> dude, they do this all the time. I've noticed I've, this is I've like freaked out. AEW I was thing. like, oh, shit. Oh, Zack Saber Jr. is coming out. They're going to mix it up. And uh, he's like, right. turn around left. I was like, yes. damn it. They always do the the guy coming out. And he's like talking and no one can hear him. Like not even the people on TV. Definitely the guy in the ring can't hear him over the music. And then like, that's just how they go to commercial. Like they yeah. do that every time. It's almost like, a, um, it's like total video game. You know what I mean? I yeah. think about like yeah. the old video games yeah. and just like, you know, you can't hear what they're saying. The text yeah, is just going like, across uh, the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, they have them on the, on the thing, and they're like, <laughs> and the commentator's like, I don't think this beef is going to end anytime soon. <laughs> yes. Like, how do you know? <laughs> you know, but that's, you know, that's it's fine. Uh, it's not a big gripe of mine, but I was just pointing out that they do that yeah. all the time. Uh, but this is a bummer, Vito. This is a bummer that he can't make it. 
but then we get a Moxley backstage promo. Now, hear me out. Talking about history. (laughs) His promo was great. Every single one of them are. Now, Danielson's promo was pretty good, but then it also, like, ended very anticlimactically. So I was going to throw this out there to you. Like, do you think that, like, don't get me wrong. I love the unscripted nature of the promos, but sometimes they just kind of end, like, flatly like this because they don't like I guess they just don't plan an end to the promo kind of a thing you know what I mean uh, Danielson's kind of ended because he was like uh, you know this guy's going to change AEW da 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 and then all of a sudden Sabre Jr. came out so that kind of ended I can see how that he didn't say anything to Sabre Jr. I'm guessing because he's not going to wrestle him. That's why he didn't have no confrontation for him. Right. Which, you know, was anticlimactic, but that's all you're going to get. We'll see more of them in the future, just like we'll see more Punk and Kenta in the future. Um, so I wonder who it's going to be. Uh, so um, that's why I think about that. And then uh, Mox, he can do no wrong in my eyes. Mox is amazing. And that was just what I was saying, just the contrast of of the promos. You know, it, it wasn't bad, but then you go to Mox's, who, yeah, it was a pre-tape, so, you know, maybe it was first take, maybe it was, you know, who knows, but yeah, uh, it came across so well. Uh, then we get... I have no respect for nobody. <laughs> burr, 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 Pumping burr, burr. up pumping up him and Tanahashi. Yeah. Um, let me get our first match of the night. Orange Cassidy and RPG Vice against Osprey and Aussie Open. Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis. Boom. Vito's got the names for us. Uh, you know, Vito, there's two types of people in this world. There's ones who love Orange Cassidy and those who don't. I think we're both in the love category, obviously. <laughs> and this uh, green, I got an or... air freshener up there, an uh, orange Cassidy air freshener up there. Wow, did it smell like oranges? I haven't what opened was... it yet, but I'm oh, assuming okay. it is. Oh, all right, <laughs> yeah. And Wisconsin, wherever they were, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, yeah. in the UW Milwaukee Panther Arena, they were. Um, they were lit for Orange Cassidy. Yes. And this really helped this angle get over, I think. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no. So, uh, uh, go ahead, Vito. There was a. I um, take a breath here. Yeah. They, uh, they did that three way double bicep pose. Did you catch that? I did not. It was I like think- a Young Bucks thing. Uh, no, it was basically just Orange Cassidy and Rapungi Vice just doing this in the middle of the ring. But, uh, um, dang it, what's his name? I always forget his Romero? name. Romero, Rocky Romero. He was yeah. late to it. So oh, by the time okay. he got over there, Trenton Orange had already stopped doing it. So it was like, it was such an awkward thing. And then, uh, and then that's when they were doing their dives. They went straight from the, the poses to the dives. 
And then that's when they caught him and did like a sandwich thing. So it was like, in my mind, I was like, first of all, you did the poses too early. You messed up the timing. So you deserve the, the messed up dive catch sandwich. <laughs> that's what I had to say about that. Well, uh, you know, like, like I mentioned, uh, Cassidy, uh, super over, uh, super over, super over with his comedy stuff. Uh, you know, the, the longer this match went on Vito, I was thinking that like, they were going to completely save, uh, Osprey and him, uh, going at it at all, but it did end up going there eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to go there a little sooner, but they paid it off eventually. Not enough, though, it seemed like. It was very brief, brief enough. Yeah. You know, um, if I'm booking it, I maybe have them even briefer than that, if if like at all sort of a thing, you know. It but, just means uh, the pay-per-view is going to be a banger. Now, what the hell? This led to like this like crazy like stunner spot. What what's the Slum dog millionaire? Oh, okay. it's a stun dog millionaire. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, st- the stun dog millionaire. Yeah. So that's an Orange Cassidy thing, or is it an Osprey thing? Yeah. No, it's an Orange Cassidy thing. Oh, okay. My mind yeah. was blown. I had never seen that one yeah. before. Yeah, it's and one of his favorite spots. That I like. You're mentioning, you know, yeah, you're mentioning all this stuff, you know, a couple weeks ago. When, you know, I was like, I don't know about Osprey and the comedy match. And you're like, no, you know, it's, it's going to be fine, bro. Like, yeah. you know, Orange. No, they're going to do great. It's going to be, yeah. And, and, and I'm sold after seeing yeah. this match is basically uh, where I'm going with that. Uh, There's 11, 11 matches on the card. And I think that could be top three, probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They also did uh, his partner, uh, one one of the other Aussie Open guys, does this like crazy like pull up pile driver. Did you see that? Um, I I I don't know. I couldn't pick it out. But they called um, it they called it something else. But like he um he like deadlifted the guy. Um, he like it was like a deadlift like pile driver thing. It looked really cool. Huh. Um, I missed that. It looked insane. Looked like he broke. It was uh, a really good match. Broke the dude's neck, and uh, there was a lot of team moves. You know, it's one of those things where um, I don't mind it. It's it's entertaining. Matches like this, it's just you know, it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of stuff, and it drives mm-hmm. all the traditional people nuts. I mean, I think it's great. You know, yeah, it doesn't follow any kind of like traditional like wrestling psychology. But I didn't like write sometimes, down the finish. sometimes it's not about that. Cassidy won with the orange punch. Okay, on who? Um, well, it wasn't Osprey. It was one of the other guys. No. Yeah. Um, it was the it was the slimmer of the two guys. I want to say took the pin, but I'm not. Not positive on that. But yeah, uh, this, and then they end up at a 5 3 standoff. 
Uh, FTR makes the save to a big pop. So, and the match uh, went 11 minutes and 34 seconds. So, good time. And this leads, this is, this is a five on five, right? At the show. That is the idea with this. It's a 10 man. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we'll do that. I believe so. Man. Well, uh, then we get a Jay That's going to be a good one. We get Jay Lethal cutting a backstage promo on Joe. Basically gives him an ultimatum saying, you know, you're either going to defend the belt or you're going to have to give it up sort of a thing. That's what I got out of it anyway. Yeah. Lethal, this I this is something that uh, I'm pretty close to done with. Lethal <laughs> and the and the the Indians are angry about Joe being gone because he wants that title, but they're the, they're the ones who got rid of him, and they're like, "You got to come back and give me that title." But it's like, right? Last time he was there, you you, you beat him up, and then he came back and then you beat him up again. It's like, you're the one that put him out. Every, right. So. Yeah. And then for the last three weeks, he's been coming there and complaining about, he's not there. It's like, you need to move on from this. This it's is kinda, it's reverse heel psychology. You know, Yeah. he created, you know, he created it, but he's in denial. Over yeah. It, and he still wants to make himself look good. So he's going to, you know, um, yeah, but I have a feeling it's like he comes back. And it's like, oh, look, Joe's back. Beat him up. Beat him up. Right. Hit the shoulder. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Joe was, um, you know, maybe it's another thing like Danielson. They he's going to be injured for longer than they think he is, and this oh, and maybe sets, keep him relevant. Or, or no, it just or maybe just sets the framework for you know, having him give up the title possibly. I mean, the fact that they would even mention that in the promo made me think, well, that's, that's maybe a possibility, but I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, I hate that. Vito, I'm really interested in your take on the next uh, segment, pal. Do we get Christian cage uh, interview? Um, this had some good stuff to me, but was kind of all over the place. Hey, let me start out with whoever's running the camera angles back there, which I think is Tony Khan. Whoever hit that Why Christian Why sign, like <laughs> the moment he came out, genius. Yeah, genius. See, that's some old school stuff right there. Yep. You know, no, I mean, he first he says he's pissed that, that people cheered when he got eliminated from the Battle Royal. Last year. <laughs> right. Which is like I'm glad he actually had a reason. You know what I mean? Right. He could just be like, "Oh, he, I carried them around, da 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 da," just like made some generic reason. But he actually had a reason. He, you know, chip on his shoulder reason. So I, I, I like that. And it's that one of those things. Happen. Yes, it doesn't matter what the reason is because the heel is just gonna take it to the extreme anyway, right? So as long as you yeah. have the reason. Uh, that's half the battle, of course. And then he went into like this, he kind of did the <laughs> same like MJF 
uh, shit. <laughs> they did. Running money. down the running down the wrestling Twitter verse. Money, money, money. He said the one thing I got that I thought was so funny was roster bonus. Like roster bonus. That was a roster bonus. Right. And it's weird because the way he did this, you know, I don't know, man. This is like really we I'm very confused by it. Um yeah, you know, especially since yeah. it was just so similar to the to the MJF promo a few weeks ago. Um, um, at least that portion. So maybe they're doing something with the two of them eventually. You know, who knows? Maybe they'll be like a, you know, maybe we got like a new like pinnacle thing happening. I don't know. Um. But then he runs uh, down Jungle Boy, uh, you know, starts says, in with all that stuff. He says dad died, and it's a good thing his dad died because he would be embarrassed of him. Right. Well, he I brought think, up the, 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 late, the, the name of the late, great Luke Perry. Right. Well, this was after Tony cuts to the video of him talking crap to his mom after the whole thing went down. <laughs> he raised a piece of shit. Right. And then they come back and then he does the whole the whole shocking you know, Luke Perry and the whole dead bit, which once again is like another like, you know, that's a total like M- MJF style promo. Right? Like he would he's like the only other guy that would really like go there. You know what I, I mean? Felt- so I felt like uh, when he was doing his like angry bit, you know, when he was like, you can see the vein popping out of his forehead type angry. He was like, uh, I felt like the first thing that came to my mind was that's what you have to do now. You have to get pissed off and you have to get overly angry because of what MJF did. Like now if you're a heel and you want to break a good heel promo, you have to get that, that level. Like MJF set a bar. And you have to get to that bar, not copy it, but you have to get to that level. Well, Vito, that's an amazing point that I can't right? believe you just rolled off the cuff like that on, but absolutely. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I definitely see that you definitely you set a level and you kind of in order for your promos to actually stick as a heel, I guess you have to go there as well. So, mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point. Now, he does the Luke Perry thing, says some other stuff, and then Luchasaurus hits the ring. And Luchasaurus is going to attack Christian until Christian says, remember Margo? Right? Isn't that what he said? Marco. Marco. Oh, yes. okay. Mark, Marco, so Marco Stunt. Stunt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not listening to the podcast and not watching the video, I believe I just broke brand by telling him that it was Marco Stunt. I'm yeah, sitting he's... here like... <laughs> and I'm like, where's Margo? <laughs> 
I'm like, what are they doing? Is this going to be some kind of like Katie Vick angle or something like that? But no. <laughs> Vito, explain this to me. So what's the deal with Marco Stunt then? What, why is this uh, he was He was part of their group. You know, it was the, the boy of the dinosaur and his boy. And then uh, Marco just was edged out and eventually fired from AEW or a contract ended or something like that. Oh, okay. um, yeah, right. I know he. I know he's so. Uh, <laughs> so I think the angle he was going for is like uh, Jungle Boy. I think what where they're gonna go is Jungle Boy's the main character. You know, remember what happened to Marco? You're you're just as dispensable as him. That's where I think they're gonna go. But the problem I have with this huh. segment is whenever whenever he was. You know, uh, you're hurting me. Let go of me. Uh, um, and Luchasaurus finally let go of them. You know what he reminded me of? Festus. Oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of looking to the side. Looking, he was acting like a stupid dinosaur who had like never been talked to the way Christian talked to him. It was like, was well, Marco like a trigger word for you? <laughs> like. It was weird. You reminded me of Festus, like Marco was the bell that that turned Festus off. This totally blew my mind. And, right. Uh, but I'm glad that you cleared that up for me there, because I was very confused. Uh, my pleasure. That makes a lot of sense. So the seeds have been planted, I, I suppose, for, um, you know, Lucha to possibly pick Christian over Jungle Boy. So we'll see how that all pans out. Then we get a Bucks promo with Kyle. Say there'll be yeah. a, a, another. What was this an eight? This is an eight man. Yeah, on be, this right? part, I announced, I put Bucks and O'Reilly announced some match. <laughs> then I put. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll put get to it later. <laughs> but, well, I knew that it was Sting and Darby, but I wasn't sure who their New Japan partners would be. Yeah, right. I wrote it down another another part of my papers. I don't remember who it was. Well, we'll cover that at the end when we go over the card. Yeah. Uh, then we get Malachi Black and Penta. Netherlands versus Mexico. Take us through this one, Vito. I was I watched this match. I enjoyed it. I do have a few notes, but um, I know um, Penta basically sold his back the whole time. I part of me thinks that he might have hurt his back because okay. he took a um, he took a spill. I don't remember what spot it was. Um, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Let me see if I remember where he hurt his back. Um, it might have been the barricade spot. Um, okay. Penta El Schiero. Uh, my, my thing about him is, uh, he has a lot of cool spots that I really enjoy. Like his, uh, he did a cool backstabber out of the corner that I enjoyed a lot. Um, I love his sling blade that he does. Malachi black, uh, to me is like mainly kicks, kicks and knees. That he has a devastating knee. Uh, that avalanche pile driver is sick. 
That's the oh, first yeah. time I ever saw him do that. It, yeah. It Avalanche fear factor. Yeah. Vince Vince would <laughs> never let that happen. <laughs> no, that move would never be done. Uh the rolling cutter from the from the apron by by Penta. Just he is right. so fluid in the things he does and the moves he comes up with are like I mean, I've seen other people do him, but it's like he does them so good. Penta's he's a treat to watch. So fluid, but yet he still remembered to sell the whole match if it wasn't like, you know, an his actual back thing. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was slow. He was slow and sold his back on each move and everything. Actually, it was his back that got him to lose the match. Right. That that ended up being the downfall. Uh, even though Malachi won it with a kick, but you know, I mean, it just you know he couldn't do certain moves because because uh, Penta Penta was going for the fear factor, not Avalanche fear factor from the ground, and he couldn't lift him. And uh, as soon as he dropped Malachi, caught a uh, what's that black mass? Caught the black mass to his old uh, kisser. And now, uh, Malachi beat him, and that match went eleven thirty-two. Pac hits the ring. They have a stare down. Uh, Miro appears on the screen, and we have three fourths um, in the match. Ishii is the fourth guy in the match, right? Uh, yeah, Tomohiro Ishii. Right. Um, I think did is it, did Miro call God a coward? In that video, I think he was calling someone in the someone in the match mm-hmm. a coward, or maybe he was—I don't know. Uh, his I pro- can't, Miro's I can't promos. <laughs> Miro's promos have been uh, touching on uh, um, the anti-religious thing. What's that? Sacrilegious. Bordering on blasphemy on, here. Yeah, bordering on blasphemy. Good job. I like that one. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, those four guys. I'm excited for that. Another uh, another solid uh, addition to the card. Yeah. Uh, we'll see who comes out with that belt. Uh, then we get a quick Wardlow vignette where he threatens Scorpio Sky, wants the TNT title. Not really new news. Think he's going to get that? Oh, he's got to. Yeah. This is going to yeah. be their attempt to try to reestablish that title. Yeah. But, you know, that's, that's a whole nother thing I'll say for, for another show and how. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, him and Jade basically kind of like the same character, but you know, with those with those two belts and what you know, but I'm not gonna get into it right now. Yeah. Um then we get <clears throat> Adam Cole out for commentary. I was very surprised, Vito. We get Silas Young, bro, from from ROH. I, I did I some was, research on this too. I was excited. I know I like Silas Young. He uh last time I seen him he was tagging up with the with the what's his name the beer brawler beard city brawler guy. You know him? Yeah. He's just a big, big old fat like redneck 
guy, like beer <laughs> brawler, or I'm a the beer I'll city have to bruiser. look it up. But uh, beer city bruiser, I think, is what it's called. Yeah, right. good idea. Um, so they're talking about Silas Young and Hangman before they that they had encountered before. So I'd do some research. Right. Uh, Ring of Honor 2013 prospect tournament. Silas Young was 32. Hangman Adam Page was a young Chris Babyface, 21 years old. Yeah. A true prospect. Hangman tapped out. <laughs> wow. Didn't hit any of the spots that I love of him. That was before the my classic Hangman. But um, right. Fresh off the yeah. farm there. Fresh, fresh off Virginia farm. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, they mentioned, and it was nice that Excalibur mentioned that they had had like a past in Ring of Honor because I kind of yeah. assumed that. I was like doing the Rolodex in my mind of like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were there around the same time. But I don't really remember them, you know, wrestling, you know, a whole lot. But uh, it was nice that he filled everyone in on that. Yeah. Really nice to see Silas Young. Uh, now, I'm a fan. They were pretty even to start it out. It turned into a chop battle. Beer City Bruiser. Right. God. And, and they would wrestle. Um, they had a lot of great tag team matches with Brutal Burgers. <laughs> brutal Burgers and Cheeseburger. I love Cheeseburger. <laughs> Absolutely. I wish we'd see Cheeseburger at some time. He's on... He does some dark matches or something. Yeah, right? I heard he was on dark a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. So this um, match was okayly good. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of good back a... and forth to start her off. They turn into a chop battle. And uh, then, where was I? Oh, yeah. They take it outside. And this is what starts Paige's uh, shine. And the match basically, uh, his like dive spots and you know the big uh, the big moon salt. What is that? Is that Arihara? Ar- Arihara? Is that what that's called? I don't know. Arihara moon salt. I don't know. It's like but a, uh, it's Charlotte does it too. Where it's like uh, you go into a standing thing, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. You moon salt from the top to the outside. And you're trusting that that homie of yours down there. Oh, for you sure. You're trusting them to catch you. But it looks cool. The The way the camera hits it is good. Uh, so I like it. You when know, they... go ahead. Um, now's a good time for me to say this, okay? Mox is my favorite. I've made that clear since we started this video thing. But Hangman is my very, very, very close second favorite. I love every single move he does. He hits so many spots that I just, as soon as he hits it, it's like, oh, yeah, Hangman. So it's like, Hangman is, they're almost tied, but Mox's, Mox's attitude when he wrestles puts him over the edge over Hangman. If I can just see Hangman heel turn, see what he looks like as a heel, might put him over. You know what I noticed in this match about Paige? Dude does a lot of clotheslines. He does. 
<laughs> it's like a it's like a Scott Steiner level of clotheslines. But they're all different. Somehow yes, he no, hits them are, from different areas. There are different variations, yes. But I just I never noticed it until tonight. I'm like, dude, just did like six different clotheslines in this match. You know, yeah. <laughs> like what? Is- yeah, like did you know that you can do a clothesline from six different <laughs> angles? <laughs> um, and it reminded me of a funny story that uh, Zabisco told me uh, when we did the shoot. Uh, it was like early 90s WCW, and I can't remember what match it was. I think it was, I think it was Zabisco against like Regal or something like that, you know, uh, one of those mid 90s WCW like TV title matches. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> you know, of course, at this time, Guys like Steiner and Luger and stuff like that were kind of the rage, you know. Well, you know, I think Luger was gone, the WWE at that point. But, you know, you you get my idea anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I guess guess after they came back uh, to the locker room after the match, he said that Pillman, um, you know, like spoke up in front of the locker room. And he's like, um, Larry and... Larry and Regal just went out there and had a hell of a match for 20 minutes and they didn't throw one clothesline. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I thought that that was pretty damn funny. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I never thought about it that way about how, um, you know, some wrestlers probably just like hate that move because of that era. But anyway, um, yeah, other than that though, this was a this then it kind of t- turned into like a textbook uh wrestling match. You know, Paige did yeah. a bunch of stuff, Silas took over, um, slowed the match down, got the heat going, uh, Paige got some hope spots in, and then of course, uh, you know, his multiple uh clotheslines and uh ends up with the buckshot for the win. Well, Silas does this uh, weird springboard thingy-majig, which just kind of looks like he fumbled over the top. Right, and that's when Hangman uh, did something, and then he then he ate the buckshot like a champion. He took advantage, and yeah, ends up uh, winning the match, of course. But you know, Silas looked pretty good, and. Um, this sets up a promo that, here, right? That was With, eight uh, minutes and forty-three seconds. Just under, just under nine minutes. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty good TV time there. Yep, um, good. They did. I think they did go into commercial towards the beginning of the match, but yeah. And then um, we had story time with Adam Cole, baby. We then were we gonna did. get story time, but then we got interrupted, <laughs> brother. The uh, switchblade. Jay White comes out, says, uh, you know, it was basically the same deal as last week. You know, says it won't be either, either one of uh, Paige or Cole. And um, what ends up happening, Vito? I think, you know, he goes after Paige. Yeah. Right. And then yep. 
Well, um, Paige slaps Jay White. Right. Okay. He kind of initiated. It was nice. Everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cole, so then Cole comes down there. Yep. Cole comes down. They end up two and on one. And, and then we get to make the save. Rainmaker! <laughs> A huge pop for Okada. Uh, this was worth the price of admission right here. Oh, man. And speaking of great camera cuts, they cut to a shot of this of this woman that was just like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> you know, the look on her face, you know. Uh, I mean, I didn't recognize his music, but, you know, I recognized him, uh, of course, yeah. as soon as he... Soon as he came out, yeah, Okada's the man, dude. I'm a huge Okada fan. Ever since I watched uh, Omega Okada one, that yes. was my first watch of Okada. Oh man, the Rainmaker is one of the coolest finishers, and it's so simple. It's right. so, such a simple move, but it's so cool to watch. Uh, that was really yes. I mean, besides like the old. Uh, AJPW stuff that I was kind of shown by a friend of mine back in the day that that got me into New Japan. Those matches right there, plus Shibata. Uh, I gotta miss Shibata, but um, no, it was awesome to see Okada. And you know, I thought we were gonna get a tag team match player. I wrote that right here tag match question mark. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, yes, I was like. I was like, Okada and Hangman versus Switchblade and Adam Cole. I was like, dude, forbidden door up, baby. It's going to be awesome. But things changed, and we'll talk about that later. We can throw it out there. You know, it it ends up being a four-way, but we'll talk about it later. Um, Jade and company do a backstage promo. They're doing a, a baddie search, apparently. So get your... Yeah, you can apply on tweet Twitter. Him, tweet them with hashtag baddie. You know, I might just apply just for the hell of it. I I think we should apply, for sure. Both apply. Um, you got to keep it 100. And you, you also got to cut the S word. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, they yeah. do this. They go to commercial, and then they come back with Athena and uh, what's her name? Their Statlander. response, Statlander. Always forget what her name is. Yeah. And they do a response promo uh, when they get back from commercial. Thought that that was kind of strange, the way that they line and, those up. But either and way. And they said that they have themselves a baddie. <laughs> right. Willow baddie, Nightingale. Wat, baddie, waddy. Or, yeah. Or even, you know. Uh, even smoking a fatty, I mean, so yeah, ooh, fatty. <laughs> uh, then we get Maria Shafir and Tony Storm, and I thought, oh, geez, oh, geez, Vito, we're gonna finally get to see if my theory was right, right? We're gonna see how good of a match Shafir has with Tony Storm, and um. I got to be honest with you, I didn't pay much attention to this match. Fair enough. I got to keep it 100. Well, you didn't miss much, but I will say this, okay? Much better match than than the match that uh, Rosa had with her a couple weeks ago. Okay. 
I just want to say, did you catch <laughs> why uh, Shafir had Nyla Rose out there with her? I did not. I was wondering Me what, neither. what that was. I have no idea. But and no Vicky Guerrero. So it's not like there's a Vicky Guerrero stable. Right. So I didn't understand. I didn't catch. I don't remember there being like a backstage thing. I'll have to look into that more and come back with a thing next week. They might have done Nyla and Shafir. They might have done something on Rampage, even though I actually watched Rampage last week and I don't remember. Maybe it was a dark thing. It might have been dark too. Yeah. I'll look it up on dark to see. Um, I like on dark and dark elevation where you can look on the YouTube thumbnail and it shows you who's going to wrestle. Right. You can see everybody on there. You can pick out somebody. Yeah. I like that. This match was completely different, of course, and I think it was great. Uh, Whoever put it together, probably Tony Storm, of course, came up with this idea where she was just like basically like, all right, Marina, you're going to get 90% of the match. Like literally she got the whole match and Tony Storm just sold her ass off. Yeah, Uh, but Marina Shafir no sold one of Tony's headbutts. Really? I did not catch that. Yeah, Tony hit her with like a a solid, bam, headbutt, slung her hair back and everything. And she fell, took the nice bump. But as soon as she, soon as she took it, she got right back up. I was like, I was like, oh, wow, is that huh. payback for Weird. something no. that happened before? I did not catch that. And maybe that's why the match <laughs> seemed so um, off balanced. You know, with the, yeah. with the offense going one way or the other. So once I saw that, I kept watching to see if she was going to sell anything else. But that's the only thing I saw. Well, they avoided that by just having her take most of the match. <laughs> um, you know, and maybe, you know, maybe that's what actually happened. Dating back to the Thunder Rosa match. I don't want to get too deep on this here. But uh, if I want to theorize for a second, you know, maybe... You know, I'd have to go back and watch it, but, you know, maybe it was Shafir that no-sold first and Rosa just, like, retaliated, you know what I mean? Just gave her, like, a bunch of receipts in the match. Mm. You know what I mean? That's also well, now possible. I want to go back and watch that. Right. Because if you're All saying right. that she no-sold a headbutt, I mean, she is the greener wrestler. You know what I mean? It, it's like she... She's barely wrestled in, you know what I mean? Just ring. From what I saw, it was a good match. From what I saw, it was good. I thought it was good. We'll see what what happens. But, yeah, Tony Storm ends up winning with a roll-up. It was a nice roll-up. It was a cool. And It went 7-19. You know, Nyla Rose uh, gets involved, but... You know, Thunder Rosa comes in to make the save, and then uh, her and Tony Storm face off. They're having Storm, a match. Storm used the belt to knock out Nyla Rose. Yeah, that created an interesting, like, yeah. you know, what are you doing with my belt, bitch? Sort of thing. Uh, yeah. They face off. What do you think of this, like, babyface versus babyface deal? And do you think that we see a turn, possibly? Yeah, Thunder Rosa. You think so? Yeah. 
Okay. I think uh, I think we have a Thunder Rosa turn because if Tony Storm were to turn, it wouldn't matter. No one would care. Right. You know what I mean? She don't have much of a following, really. So no, no one would really, um, no one would be invested in her turn. But if Thunder Rosa were to turn, that's huge. That'd be huge. But uh, I like that idea. I think they should just do it slowly, though. Maybe not do it yeah. all at once. Maybe like Rosa, like, you know, she just like kind of cheats to win. You know what I mean? It's like questionable. Like, you know what I mean? She doesn't like fully cheat, but like you, you leave the match on Sunday thinking, she kind of cheated to get that, you know what I mean? Or she kind of took the low road to win that one. Yeah. You know, but like you're a, still kind of like on the tight. Yeah, like a little tight. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe something like that. Just something minor. All right. Um, All right. Maybe not do the full full turn yet. We'll see how they do it, but um I like uh I like your mode of thinking there that she's gonna go ahead and turn. Um then we get a Sting Darby promo. Uh and they're in the same place where Moxley gets to do his promo. So like what's the <laughs> difference? Is there like is there a certain access to like a cool promo yeah. space? Yeah, there's like, the, the promo corner. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, okay, you know, you guys get the basement and Jade Cargill gets the actual like set backstage. Yeah, the really nice. You know what I mean? The batty area. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, apparently they're hanging out in the boiler room with John Moxley because that's the same place where he (laughs) cut his promo earlier. Um, They're building up that match. They Uh, announced the Japanese guys they're hanging out with. Right. Which we'll get to. And then, Vito, I was trying to set up for the show, so take us home here. We got Jericho okay. and Archer. No, 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 no. I uh-uh, skipped some uh-uh. shit. Okay. We had a, a video package of something that, once again, Vito talked into existence. We well, have not skip over that. We have Phoenix and Andrade will be wrestling on Rampage. There you go. What did I say last week? (laughs) What did I say? I say Phoenix and Andrade. I say, wow, they're really good out of this right here. What was it? Was it the Battle Royal that I saw them in? It had to have been, yeah, because Andrade. I think it was the Battle Royal. They had like a little mix up, and I was like, man, I want to see them one on one. Ba bow, bow. Yeah. There we go. On Rampage. All right. Tony Khan should just put us on the payroll at this point. I'm really thinking. So. He's definitely watching the show. He's like my, my <laughs> one viewer a week. <laughs> you know, but hey. It's more get, likely he's listening to your, your podcast. We get, yeah, we, he gets us on the Spotify feed. <laughs> yeah, he definitely gets it on the Spotify. Um, I doubt he's my one viewer on YouTube. <laughs> So uh, this is where they announce the whole card. Uh, Excalibur announces it like thirty miles an hour. Did he do the, the end of it? Did he do the speed? Uh, the, yeah, the two X version. Like he yeah, at fast the end of it on the podcast. Yeah, at the end of it, the guys are like, "Are you all right, Excalibur?" And then he doesn't say anything. They're like, "Excalibur's gone." <laughs> he had to take a minute. 
<laughs> well, yeah, take us so. through this main event then, Vito. What uh, this was a setup for their match, basically. I mean, from what right, I could Brian. gather. So I know Suzuki I, uh, came out at the end. We got William Regal on uh, commentary. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Tanahashi and Mox, they get in the ring really fast because, you know, there's, it's a brawl to start her out. Um, Mox, I, I was going to point this out. Mox without Justin Roberts is just not the same. I don't know where Justin Roberts is, the dapper yapper. He's been gone for at least two weeks now. It's not the same. Uh, yeah. Moxley. Yeah. Gian. Uh, Dasha Fuente, Dasha, Dasha Fuente, I think her name is. I don't know. Uh, she's good. Um, but, um, yeah. Yeah. We miss Justin Roberts. If, if Justin Roberts is not healthy for some reason, get well, Justin Roberts. Where the hell are you, Justin? Just come back, Justin Roberts. Um, so Chris, Chris Jericho does this bulldog thing on Tanahashi that uh, I think was supposed to be reversed, but he reversed it from one corner of the ring all the way to the other, and I'm not sure exactly how it was supposed to pay off, but it didn't at all. <laughs> Tanahashi, Tanahashi through this whole match looked so uncomfortable and awkward that it just bothered me. Did you, did you watch this match closely like I did here? I was, I was in and out because I was trying okay, to set up. I this I did not enjoy this match. So I'm just going to talk about other things because uh, okay. Lance Archer was in, intense and comes off as a really good monster. He reminds me of someone like uh, Abyss, uh, Sid, um, Kane there in his go. later years, like after he lost his mask, um, how he had that real intensity, you know. Um, Sammy was all over the place. He was interrupting all over the place. Um, the whole match was really scattered. It really was. They did uh, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The finish was really good. The finish was good. Solid paradigm shift and, uh, Tanahashi hits his, uh, the frog splash. They call it a high fly flow. High fly flow on, uh, Archer. Say that he, seven times fast. He hit that on, Archer. The match only went 12 minutes, so take well, that for did, what it is. And then they did the stuff, you know, Suzuki comes out and all that. Yeah, Eddie Eddie comes out, then Yuta comes out, yeah. then Suzuki comes out, and then uh, Unimo comes out. And I, I listened to uh, what the commentators were saying, and Unimo is one of Mox's protégés from when he was in New Japan. Okay. So I did. I have. I was supposed to look that up. I didn't write that down. But um, I think he might have been a young lion back then. Okay. So that's who he is. He's uh, Mox's protege from Japan. Um. So then uh, Jericho Society comes out. Proud yeah, powerful come out. The ring, yeah. There's refs all over the place. There's agents. There's security. There's popcorn. And the whole time, all this is going on. Mox and Tanahashi, Tanahashi are just in the ring staring at each other. They're just standing there. Every once in a while, they'll look around. 
don't know. Everything, the whole end of the show was just so weird for me. I don't know. You know, it was uh, it what are was you gonna one do? of those things. They've they've really, and I mentioned this a few weeks ago, having to book this sort of a show in this small time period between the last pay-per-view and this one, no small feat at all. And it, it no. seemed kind of mishmash or whatever, but uh, you got to hand it to Tony for throwing it together, I think, um, making yes. this all work. We do have a hell of a card here. Let's go over it, Vito. Um, the right. buy-in. Max Caster and Gun Club. Scissor Crew. Against the LA Dojo, which is Yuya, Alex Coughlin, Kevin Knight, and the OKC. So what's your okay. prediction on this? Could probably go either way, huh? Um, I didn't know who any of those guys were. Right, so okay. So Yumira, I found out he loses a lot. Uh Alex Coughlin, uh his his uh nickname's the Android, and he wrestled the factory one time. Uh the DKC and Kevin Knight, they don't even have a Wikipedia. Oh wow. Uh Kevin Knight wrestled as security or was a security guard and a Jew in, in WWE a lot. Uh oh. let's see. Uh, Kevin Knight trained Darren Young, Eddie Kingston, and Revy Sky. And uh, DKC beat Tom Lawler in the New Japan Cup two years ago. New Japan Cup qualifier two years ago. So there's those guys, and I think the Scissor Crew are going to win that one. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that, too. You know, Only because I don't know any of those guys, and right. two of those guys don't even have a wiki. If you're going to put over any uh, NJPW-associated guys, probably wouldn't be these guys, I would imagine. No. No. Uh, Then we got Bullet Club, Young Bucks, El Phantasmo, and... Hikaleo. Hikaleo is how you pronounce it. Against the Dudes with Attitudes, which, you know, Shawn Michaels and Diesel are somewhere very upset. Um, that they're using this name <laughs> but uh, either way that's Sting, Darby Allen uh, Takagi and uh, Takahashi okay so in the prediction or in no the Takahashi in the, I know uh, Takage too but I can't picture him right now for some reason in my uh, um, the other video we did when we were doing the, the card. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 no, the fantasy booking. Fantasy booking, that's what I was looking for. I had Darby versus Takahashi. So, I mean, they're partners. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think the Bullet Club, they're going to win. That's <sighs> tough. You know, it's one of these... You know, a lot of these matches can go either way, especially when you're going with, like, these multiple guy matches. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm just going to say, you know, probably probably can't have the Bucks lose on this this show. I would agree. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. against TBA. Who do you think TBA will be? 
I'm gonna keep saying it every time there's a person who's who's coming in and uh, that's question mark. I'm gonna keep saying it, Claudio. He's got to come. He's the guy. That's kind of the feeling I'm sort of getting as well. I don't know Claudio, who else. Superman. I don't know who else you could put there that wouldn't be a disappointment at this point. You know what I mean? Problem like, is, is I. I don't know if Zack Sabre Jr. is going to lose, but I don't see if Claudio does come in, I don't see him losing either. So I can give you, I can give you a winner on that one. Well, we got to have a winner. So maybe we get a schmoz on that one, right? Okay. What? Schmoz? Tony don't do schmoz. There ain't no schmozzes. Nope. Tony doesn't schmoz. I think they got one DQ in the whole company. Wow. <laughs> and okay. one count out. We have a 60-minute draw, and that's it. Maybe a draw. Yeah. Maybe. But I'm gonna, just because of it, I'm going to say Claudio. Claudio for the win. I'm trying to rack my brain to think of who it would be other than that. <laughs> and there's really... You know, there's not anyone else, you know, that that I don't think wouldn't be a disappointment at this point. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't think of anybody. I can't think of a name bigger than him. So, um, yeah. So if this happens, um, I would say he's got to win. But then there can also be like, you know, they could do a thing where, um. Well, I don't know. You said you said he's a he's going to be a member of the club, so yeah. Um, maybe he doesn't need to win right offhand. Maybe I don't know. But uh, it really kind of depends on who that who that guy is, because if it is if it is Claudio, then it, it's tough to see him losing his debut. Yep, uh, that's so why I got him for the win. That's the conundrum. Uh, Jericho, Suzuki, and Sammy against Kingston, Wheeler, and Shota Umino. Umino. Right? And that's less sex gods is uh, Jericho and Sammy. Let's get that straight. <laughs> less sex gods. And Minoru Suzuki. I am a Minoru Suzuki fan. That's a crazy bastard. You just kind of get that uh, feeling looking at him that he's just, he's not quite right. He didn't really, you know. Suzuki versus Mox is a great match. Anyone listening, if you can go find them wrestling, great match. In the words of uh, Jerry Lawler, it looks like his his father took him aside and left him there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I got... uh, I got the old heels winning on that one. Okay. Yeah, because that's interesting too. I mean, if you play, yeah, if you play it, you know, if, if Cesaro or Claudio or whatever, or, you know, whoever wins that match, not that this is going to be the order per se, mm-hmm. um, but how they break that up. Yes, because this is the other side of the Blackpool stuff. Um, you know, 
I'm going to take the house and just to be different on this one, I'm going to go with, with Eddie and Wheeler and, and All crew. Right. This next All one's right. interesting, Vito. Uh, Will Ospreay, Orange Cassidy. I as much as I U.S. title, the title can't change hands to Orange Cassidy. Right? I I really want. Um, I really hate to go against Orange Cassidy, but Will Ospreay's winning that match. Yeah, there's no way. It's going to be great, but I yeah, there's it's no. It's going to be great. They're going to steal the show. All right, Vito's sleeper match of the night, right there. I like that. Yeah. I think we're pretty much in agreement on that. Uh, tag team championship. Okay. Uh, Here's another one. Vito spoke into existence. And you said that they're probably going to drop Rapungi Vice out of there. I was like, no, nope, it's going to be another triple threat match. And what's funny is they got nothing to lose. Right. They're the, they're only, the only ones, ones who aren't champs. Belts. Yep. So FTR, we... United Empire, Great O'Conn, and Jeff Cobb, and then Rapungi Vice. Winner take all. Okay. So, uh, triple threat rules, I'm gathering, or is it elimination? They do eliminations uh, in, in Japan, don't they? I think it's just going to be winner, 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 chicken dinner, whoever gets okay. the pin. And I'm going to go left field on this. I'm saying Rapungi Vice wins this. RPG Vice, wow. Yep. Taking it right there to the house for Pungy Vice. It's hard for me to bet against FTR at this point. They kind of seem like they're the most established out of everybody. So that's going to be my pick. I just All think right. you got to continue this huge year that FTR well, that, has that, had. that is something because a New Japan tag tiles are the only ones they haven't won. See, there you go. I mean, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, AEW. It may they continue to elude them, but maybe not. Uh, you could go either way there. But, yeah, I'm going to go FTR. You got RPG Vice, so we'll see who ends up winning that, brother. All right, um, all right. AEW Women's Title, Rosa, Tony Storm. We kind of talked about this earlier. You know, you mentioned the the possible Thunder Rosa heel turn. So we we think pretty much keeping the title here. I think we both. I can think kind so. Of, I think so. We both can kind of agree on that one. Yeah, I think Tony Storm is not the next champ. Not right now, at least. I think you got to you got to see this thing out with Thunder Rosa at least for a little bit longer, especially if they do try to do this this heel turn. It yeah. should um, help freshen her up. Uh, for the for the long run. And then we got the All-Atlantic uh, four-way match. Malachi Black, Pac, or Pac uh, against... It'll always be Pac to me. I see that. Yeah. And it's like Tupac in my mind. The so I'm like... Bastard. You know I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, Miro and Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii on this one. I think Miro. I'm going okay. with Miro for this one. You know, we had this idea where we thought that this title would be kind of created to stay in New Japan in a way, 
as kind of like an olive branch. So I'm going to go with a she. Um, even though he's not, he's kind of. I a like dark his horse. name. Yeah, I see? like how you got to pronounce that second I. <laughs> right. Ishii. Ishii. You got you got to commit to the bit. Yeah, Ishii. Okay, well we differ on that <laughs> one as well, but that's fine. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Uh, now we got the title matches. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Another four-way, uh, Jay White, Okada, Hangman, Adam Cole. Who we got here? I think they're going to throw an interesting curveball on this one. I say Okada wins. Okay. I could see that. I got, I got Okada winning this. What about you? You know, the fact that it's a four-way makes me think that – um, you know, there's like a political thing here about like who pins who sort of a deal. And I was thinking about that because of the, um, like the, the three-way or whatever the match was going to be, or maybe it was a different match, but, you know, thinking about how politically it's all going to be received. Yeah. And so I don't know to make a long story short, um, there's what I would like to see and there's like what I think is realistic kind of is basically how, how I see this here. Realistically, I think Jay White keeps it. Yeah. But then again, like if it's me and I've heard, you know, this is either like a fan theory or whatever, but like the whole thing of like, wouldn't it be cool if like the belt switched, you know what I mean? And this will bleed into the next match, of course. But yeah, if we have if we have either Paige or Cole That would win, be weird. And then Tanahashi wins against Moxley. I would love for Hangman the pin Cole. Right? <laughs> See, there you go. That's perfect. No, that could happen. Hangman pins Cole, wins it, and then he goes to Japan and, like, he can immediately lose it back to Jay White or somebody if he has to. Yeah. I think that's a great... Um, yeah. You know, that way that way, New Japan doesn't have to give up a, a win or a loss on their side at all. They get a win and no losses out of it. I don't know. Even though their guy is, you know, not winning their title. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, so that's your official prediction? I think, I think o- no, I think Okada's going to win that. Oh, I would yeah, love- that's right, Okada. That's right, okay. I would love you to see Paige and there. Cole, though. Okay. Well, that bleeds into the other one, uh, Moxley Tanahashi. Uh, realistically, you think Moxley, but then again, I don't know. They could do something weird, and Tanahashi's the guy. But uh, I'm going to stick in reality and probably go with Moxley. What do you think? I got my boy on that one. You can't go against your boy, right? You can't go against the family. I'm already going against Orange and Hangman. So I got to go with Mox. You got to keep it real. You got to keep it 100 at some point. I got to keep it 100. One honey. Yeah, Vito, you know, I'm going to have to watch this pay-per-view on tape delay. Um, I'm going to be out of town 
this weekend oh, no. on my lovely anniversary. Oh, yay. Um, yes. <laughs> it is very yay. It's kind of one of those things where it was like, yeah, I did not. What do we got like, here? I didn't make the Where are we at in the anniversary zone? Uh, for wedding anniversary, this will be our seventh, which is what we're celebrating. Ooh. Seventh right. wedding anniversary, which leads into this November, which is like the 10 year, um, you know, of just like being together, you know, regular. Oh, congratulations. So, yes, thank you, my man. Seven years since we made it official. Wow. Before everyone and and God and all that stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's, yeah, it's one of those things where I just didn't even realize, didn't even make the correlation until, like, last weekend. I was like, yeah, you know, Forbidden Door, I think, is next weekend. It's next weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to be gone. Unless, wait a minute, is the show on Saturday or is it on Sunday? No, Sunday. It's on Sunday. Let's see. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I will be on a getaway with just me and the missus. Um, so we'll have to, uh, we'll have to do our recap. If we we're going to do a recap, probably when I get back or. Maybe we'll just blend it into next week episode. Whatever works. But yeah, I'm still looking forward to the pay-per-view regardless. Regardless. Regardless, it will get watched at one point or another. Um, I'm kind of excited because then I can like uh I can actually like pirate it and feel okay about it. You know what I mean? Um yeah, I don't know. I probably shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast. This but we'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Vito, you can find Vito on Vito TV on YouTube. That's where you're watching us now, possibly. Or you're listening to us on Spotify, Pro Wrestling Planet Podcast. Vito. Let's Another great Wednesday. Bit. Let's enjoy Forbidden Door, brother. I will, and I'll Order see the you. Uh, do it legally. Don't, Give me two sweet me, brother. Pirate it. Order it. We'll see you next week. Ow. Bam! Woo. <laughs> nice. You're gonna cut all that. Uh... <laughs>